Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to Bariatric Life Podcast, a podcast about weight loss surgery. Chris and I are not doctors, nor have we ever played one on TV. We are sharing our personal views and opinions only. Please always follow your doctor's advice. Follow us on Instagram at Bariatric Life Podcast and at Amanda's BSG. Thanks for listening, and now on to the show. Hello and welcome to Bariatric Life Podcast. This is Amanda. And this is Chris. And this is a continuation of a previous conversation that we may or may not have talked about last week. And it's the lies we tell ourselves. I tell myself so many lies. Yes, you do. Like a ridiculous amount of lies. Mm -hmm. And I need to stop. Yes, you do. So... One of so, so one of the um journal prompts that the tribe has you do is limiting beliefs mm-hmm. and then you're supposed to say like how to combat that belief or whatever. So like we discussed last week, one of my lies that I tell myself is that I'm not a success in any way, shape or form in any part of my life. And when I'm being completely honest with myself, I know that that's not true. Mm-hmm. I have successfully lost 90-something pounds. I have successfully completed a couple of degrees. Mm-hmm. An advanced degree. Mm-hmm. That latte is really cold. <laughs> really, really cold. Well, it was in the garage for a while. Wow. That is basically an ice latte <laughs> that used to be hot. That's very disappointing. <laughs> anyway, the lies you tell yourself. That's not a lie. That's that's truth. That, that latte is cold. Oh, it's so cold. Yeah. If I pretend... And tell myself that this was an iced latte, then it's probably delicious. Mm-hmm. But knowing that it was really supposed to be a hot latte, not so delicious anymore. But I need to finish it off so I can count my... Right, you already counted the calories yeah. and the, the protein in it. So if you don't finish it, then you lied to yourself or your app. Which, again, talking about the lies we tell ourselves... What kind of lies do you tell yourself? I feel like you don't lie to yourself as much as I do. Um, no, I can get down on myself. I, I have times where I feel like a complete failure as a husband and a father because I work and then I get off work and sometimes all I really want to do is just go lay down in bed and go to sleep. 
or, you know, like I don't do as much as some other husbands and fathers do. You know, I'm not going out every weekend with our kids to do something quote unquote fun. And a lot of the time is I just don't have the energy. And I tell myself that I'm a bad dad because there's all these other dads that are taking kids out on whatever, shopping, excursions, events and stuff, and I don't. Well, what about the ones that, like, play sports with their kids? Right, right. Like, well, I mean, our our kids aren't exactly the sporty type. Excuse me. And... In case that belch showed up, I apologize for belching on... And you gave me all kinds of dirty looks the one time I had one slip out. You were appalled. I think you even edited it out. I'm sure. Because <laughs> that was back in your days where you still edited. Back when I had time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I just want to go to sleep. Right. But, I mean, those... Uh, and there's, you know, some career things. There are things where somebody is so much better at something than I am, and I discount and disregard my skill set in that same thing because I'm not as good as someone else. And so if I'm not as good as Carl in this automation language, well, then I'm a complete failure at it. Never mind, Carl's been doing it for like four years longer than I have, but I'm not as good as Carl, so I'm a failure in this and I should just stop. I find that I compare myself at work to one person but not to another. Mm-hmm. And in the person that I compare myself to, she and I are very alike. Mm-hmm. And she is a little OCD, although she would never... Acknowledge it? Yeah. <laughs> and she is... And even, like, the other person has said, like, I just, I know that you two are so much alike, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, I wonder if that's why I compare myself to her, because we are so Mm -hmm. alike. And I would never in a million years compare myself to the other person. Right. Because you're two very different people personality-wise, work-wise, just, but when it's somebody that you're very close to as far as like a personality match or, you know, um, commonalities in the past. Like, oh, we went to high school together. Like you you tend to compare yourselves more to somebody that you see yourself in. See, and I think that you have the wrong people in mind right now that I'm telling you this. I think you're thinking that I'm comparing myself to one person when it's actually somebody else. Um, so let's use letters instead of names. <laughs> I was just about to say, I, I, I don't know how we can hash this out in code without outing somebody. Yeah, we can use letters. <laughs> okay. So who do you think I'm comparing myself to? Um, uh, Miss T. See? I knew you would think that, but it is actually Miss V as in... Really? Victory. 
Okay. So that Miss, does surprise me. Miss T, and we'll, because those letters sound very much alike. It's Tango. Tango and... Viceroy. Viceroy? The cigarette brand from way back when. Oh, my God. Who really was cigarette? <laughs> anyway. Victor. Tango and Victor. That sounds like a horrible 80s cop show. <laughs> this week on Tango and Victor. So... Miss Tango and I are the same age. We've had similar backgrounds with our family, with mm-hmm. our kids. Like, we are very similar in, like, we're two months apart in age. Like, we're very similar. But Miss Victor and I have very similar work ethics and very similar ways of doing work. Mm-hmm. And, again, it's, like, maybe I have a hang-up with age, too. Probably. she's quite a bit... Younger. Younger than me. Mm-hmm. And, and that was... I had a big hang-up with age when I worked in retail. And I felt being so young and managing a store I had like just a shit ton to prove yeah especially because 95% of my employees were older than me yeah and and not by like a few years but like a bit (laughs) so I always felt like I had more to prove and maybe that's what Miss Victor feels I knew, though, that you, once you started talking about, like, backgrounds and stuff, I was like, he thinks I'm talking about somebody else. I did. Yeah. I was wrong. Because she and I, our personalities are completely different. Mm. And so, like, and our work ethics are different. The way we do our work is different. So I would never compare myself to her in a million years because we are just two totally different people. We have a lot of similarities. Mm -hmm. And I would consider her my friend, not just my coworker. But well, with the exception of the friend coworker, what you just said applies to Miss Tango too. No, I was talking about Miss Tango. Okay. Well, then it also applies to Miss Victor. You're really messing up my analogy. <laughs> I'm trying to say that. You're very different people. Yes, you have commonalities and similarities, but when you compare yourself to someone else, it, even though there's some similar aspects, you're still two different people. And that's how I make myself stop lying to myself as I... And sometimes I have to say it out loud that, you know... This person is so much better at this than I am because they've been doing it longer. And I can learn by watching. Yeah. And that it's not a competition. The only person I'm in competition with is myself. To be better today than I was yesterday. Oh, I have all kinds of, like, imaginary competitions. Oh, I know. And that falls under to the 
lies that we tell ourselves. Oh, because yeah. if you if you're in this imaginary competition and you don't score where you think you should, where you feel you should, or you lose, then what happens? Nothing happens. Physically, in the real world, but mentally, what happens? Oh, yeah. Mentally, I start spiraling. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, in the real world, nothing happens. Right. You and I sitting downstairs watching TV. Damn it. Damn it, Chris. Thought I muted it. It's your noisy phone and your noisy chair. And none of it's coming out because I'm lazy. (laughs) Shit, I just lost lost my train of thought. I know you did. I have no idea what you were saying. Squirrel. Oh, so we could be watching TV downstairs and you could have, we could have this imaginary competition between the two of us. Both of us playing by completely different rules and we both lose. Yeah. Because we're thinking something that's not necessarily accurate and we're imagining something that's not real. I think we got off on some weird tangent. No, I'm trying to circle it back to the lies that we tell ourselves. I was thinking more like maybe we come up with examples of lies that we tell ourselves. All right. Well, what's one of the lies you tell yourself? Well, I'm not good enough at anything. I'm not a success at anything. Um, I'm terrible at my job. I'm terrible wife, terrible mother, terrible weight loss patient, weight loss surgery patient. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, where to begin, really? Cause so when you say those lies out loud... The list is lengthy. But when you say them out loud, what do you think? What do you feel by saying those out loud? When I say them out loud, I feel ridiculous and why is that because at the core i know they're not true Mm -hmm. is it just a coping mechanism in case something messes up and you can go back and say oh i knew it all along or is it just a fear of being right and doing well in something. A fear of doing well? Mm-hmm. Hmm. You tell yourself you're bad because you're afraid of being good at something because if you're good at something, then it can go away. It can You can get less good at it. You can get worse at it. But if you tell yourself you're horrible at something, then you don't really have any place to go down to. Oh, I follow you now. Been a long morning. It feels like this day has gone on for approximately three, two and a half hours. Three, two? Thirty-two and a half. Uh, Thirty-two and a half hours long. Yes, but it's only 1447. Fucking military (laughs) time. (laughs) Fucking military time. But 
this day has been going on for 14 hours and 47 minutes. Oh, my God. Do you guys see what I have to deal with <laughs> every day? I'm a delight. Another lie I tell myself. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty funny. Uh, That was pretty funny. But no, so like... I think you're a delight. If if you're potentially afraid to tell yourself you're good at something because if you start to believe that and something happens, you're going to have your hopes up, your self-esteem up to get bashed down. Versus if your self-esteem is just always down, if it's always at zero, well, it can't really go much lower. So let's talk about the potential, uh, well, it's not a potential, the job interview that I have coming up mm-hmm. that I keep trying to talk myself out of going to. Mm-hmm. And part of it is... I'm afraid that I won't get the position mm-hmm. and I will be disappointed because this is a position that I have wanted since I was in college. Mm-hmm. It was my dream job in college. But then I'm also afraid of getting the position. Well, and like we had talked about last night, getting the position is going to require more drive time, more drive distance. Like, I I understand that because there's a lot of like logistical considerations that we'll have to take into account. Right, like legit logistical. Right. <laughs> but at the same time, are you more afraid of getting it and having to turn it down because you ultimately decide I'm not willing or able to drive that much that far or are you afraid of not being offered it which one more but which one more i feel like they're pretty equal so you're afraid of getting it and having to say no because then you feel like you've wasted your time and theirs and that I'm turning down a, an opportunity. I know I'm shaking. I'm sorry. It's probably all over the tape too. Yep. The tape. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like this is 1986, and this is a tape recorder. Tango and Victor. Tango and Victor. Um. <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. Yeah. You were talking about how if you got it and said no, then you... Oh, it was, it's an an opportunity. And like I said, it was my dream job. Mm-hmm. And then part of me is like, but is it still my dream job? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was when I was 27, 26, 25. But here I am almost 43. Is it still my dream job? Well... Am I just trying to relive something or get something that you wanted from your 20s, but you don't necessarily want anymore? Yeah. Like, I never really went out to bars and then suddenly divorced. I'm going to go out to all these bars in my mid-40s. And then you're like, fuck that. 
Neither my lidney, liver nor my kidneys can handle that. Or your lidneys. Lidneys, yeah. And I haven't even been drinking yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so when we first started dating, you asked me what, I forget how you phrased it, but it was basically like the dating version of where do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> And I took it as like way more serious. It was like, oh, I want, this is my dream job and this is what I want to do. And was working at an airport in IT. Yeah. I don't know that I would want to do that anymore. Because of the just sheer amount of A, drive time, B, security hassle and bullshit. And those are the two major situations with my situation right like if i was offered that job and the pay was right i might still turn it down again i i value flexibility and work-life balance now that i'm essentially 40 than i did when i was in my early or my late 20s early 30s <clears throat> my my priorities my values have shifted from money 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 career title to uh make enough money to provide but if i want to if i have to go pick my kids up cuz they're sick or if i need to run something to my wife's office cuz she forgot it at home again <laughs> And again and again with my water bottle. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. But I, I value more on that. And it's okay if you don't. It's okay if you do. That's just what I, when I look at jobs and careers, that's what I value. Part of it, though, maybe it is more so I'm afraid of not being offered the job. Because then it's like, well... I'm not good enough. I know I'm not good enough. I knew it all along. Right. I shouldn't have got my hopes up. If I'd have just kept telling myself I'm not going to get it, I wouldn't be surprised. If I just told myself I wasn't going to lose any weight, I just wouldn't be surprised when I didn't. That's what I tell myself. Is that I'm not going to lose this weight I've been trying to lose. Yeah. And... I mean, I know it's a lie, but it doesn't feel like it. Doesn't feel like it. Yeah. I know it's one, but it doesn't feel like it is a lie. Yeah. I get that. I feel that way. So how do you stop telling yourselves lies and start encouraging yourself without telling encouraging lies. <laughs> Different lies. Right. Well, like I was talking about last week, about the affirmations, mm -hmm. writing down affirmations, and maybe they are lies, but maybe you manifest those into becoming truths. Okay. Because, I like that. Because, so... I do think that it, there's some 
legitimacy behind if you believe it, it comes true. So if you're telling yourself, I'm not a success over and over and over again. You'll will it into being. Yeah. So if I'm telling myself over and over and over again, I am a success. And initially it's a lie that I'm telling myself. But is it? Not to not to circle back to last week's topic, but I mean, if you tell yourself a success, tell if you tell yourself you are a success, it's maybe something that you don't that you might feel is a lie. But then, if you go and objectively look at something, no, I am, I am a success. But that goes back to what you were saying that it feels. Right, it feels like a lot. Even though you you know something isn't true that you're telling yourself, it feels like it is true mm-hmm. whenever you're lying to yourself. Mm-hmm. So if I know that this is true, but it feels like a lie, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Okay, I follow you now. <laughs> but does everybody else? Probably not. Probably not. Uh, there's probably confusing. somebody trying to draw this out on a map and they're looking like that crazy conspiracy theory guy off of Parks and Rec. They have to get like <laughs> red string and exactly. piece it all together. But if I'm telling myself, I believe it's a lie mm-hmm. that I'm a success. I believe that to be a lie. But if I tell myself that over and over and over again, it starts to become my truth. Mm-hmm. You will it into being. Yeah. So I think maybe you and I should both practice affirmations. It's not a bad idea. And I've been trying to write them down ever since I started doing these journaling prompts. And they feel so foreign to me. Mm-hmm. And it feels very uncomfortable saying nice things to myself well and that's that has been a common theme that i've heard from a lot of the people that we've interviewed for our podcast and a lot of the people that i know anyone that has had self-image struggles anybody that's had weight struggles often feels like good things about them are lies because they've told themselves all these negative things. They've had people tell them negative things that they just accepted as a truth. Yeah. And I I agree with you. Like, if you start to tell yourself, I am a success. I am losing weight. I am beautiful. I am handsome. You will that into your mind accepting this as a fact, as truth, yeah. because you've been negatively reinforced for so long. Mm-hmm. And having something that's positive feels foreign, feels weird. So, I, so, so, I say it's that so often. So, 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 so often. Um, I also say I'm a lot, but what was I going to say? I don't know. What was it? Something about a squirrel? Being foreign, writing prompts? Oh, thank you. I've been 
like picking different affirmations every day, trying, and some of like, there's been like one or two that I've done the same one, but mostly I've been doing different ones. I wonder if it would be better to have like the same ones every day that I write down and just reinforce that mm. in my head every day. I am whatever. I don't know that I would always make them the same one, but I would definitely maybe pick one that is one that you tell yourself every day and then, you know, two to help keep that positivity going. Yeah. And and the one that you tell yourself every day should be the one that you feel is the most foreign, that you feel is the, is a quote unquote lie. Or maybe the biggest hurdle to overall happiness. Right. That's a, that's a good one to go with. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard to say and think and write positive things about yourself when you've gone so long be, either being told negative things or thanking them to yourself and then having somebody else tell them that just reinforces, like we were saying earlier, I knew it was true. I yeah. knew it was true. And sometimes being positive, looking at yourself and going, hot damn, I look good, feels very weird. Well, like in that picture that we took the other night and I was looking at it and I thought, wow, my legs look really skinny. And then I was like, oh, I shouldn't think that. Like I wasn't allowed to think. Good thoughts. That. And not even necessarily a, a good thought because being skinny versus not having skinny legs. Well, no, like, I mean good thought was in you've good. I've lost this these inches. That's, yeah, that's what I meant. Not okay. So I was about to go off on some other tangent, <laughs> but um, yeah, like I wasn't allowed to think good thoughts. <laughs> I guess they are. Positive, something positive about myself or whatever. And and that's a cycle that we all need to break. Now, we don't want to go too far the other way. We don't want to think we're, you know, all that in a bag of chips. Which this is really a, is the 80s. It really is. We're taking you back. I keep waiting for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to come Crashing through the wall with the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> We're all about the 80s on this episode. But, I mean, it's, yeah, you don't you don't want to go too far the other way and start thinking, you know, I am God's gift to this or I am the greatest at that. And because that's another lie you might start telling yourself is uh, maybe my abilities, I think. Are not as good as I'm saying that they are. Yeah. I am so strong. I'm the world's strongest man. I can stop this train with my bare hand. That's not going to end well. So how do you... How do you work through realistic truths versus lies? Hmm. What if one of my affirmations is I am beautiful, but according to, you know... Most people, I'm not. Well, I think you're beautiful. And if you're listening to this podcast, I think you're beautiful too. 
I think you're beautiful. And that goes for the gentleman as well. You're a beautiful man. But a lot of people don't hear that. And I guess you were you were asking about objective. T- I don't know. How do we, how does one. And I guess maybe beauty is. is yeah, beauty is a really hard one. Yeah. But to not go too far the other way. Although if you're, if you have a pattern of thinking negatively about yourself, it's probably highly unlikely you're going to go too far the other way and become a complete asshole that thinks you're better than everybody at everything. Right. That you're, and you're right. That is highly unlikely, but still possible. <laughs> so just, just one of those things to keep in mind. Like, I want to be confident, not cocky. Yeah. I guess to take your abilities and, and look at if you feel like you're doing your best at something and you are seeing a a positive result or outcome of that. I don't... That's a good one. I don't know how do you define an objective truth. Yeah. I mean, if it was something that was quantitative, you can just write numbers down and boom, there you go. So basically, just don't be a douchebag. (laughs) Have faith in yourself. Look yourself in the mirror and say, you are beautiful and you're confident and you can handle whatever the day throws at you. And don't be a douchebag. Yes. Douchebagistan already has a king and a queen. They don't need a prince or princess. Correct. So, with that said, let's uh, have a good little 80s outro as we get ready to go watch the A-Team. and Tango and Victor! Dun, dun, dun! (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Say bye, Chris. See you, bye.